open your Bibles to, if you open your Bibles, I have one turn to the book of John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Kids are dismissed. John chapter 8, let's look at verse 31. You know, the service will take a little longer today because it's a special Sunday. And we're celebrating the birthday of America today. But look at uh, verse 31. And the Bible said, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on him, If he continue in my word, then ye are. Then, then I ye my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then they answer him, We have Abraham's seed, and we are never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be free? Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committed sin is a servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Shall we pray, Heavenly Father? Thank you, Lord, so much for this passage of Scripture. I just pray, Father, as we look at the subject of freedom today, may today we look at you from a different perspective, Lord, especially those who never received Jesus Christ as a personal Savior. And Lord, I pray for those who are online watching us right now, or anyone here this morning, maybe never received Jesus as personal Savior. And Lord, I pray for God's people this morning. May we understand the price of freedom, the cost of freedom. Many people have paid with their very lives for the freedom that we have. Jesus went to Calvary, shed his blood, died, was buried, and rose again so we can have freedom of salvation. In Jesus' name I pray. You may be seated. <clears throat> Just uh, want to... The title of the message this morning is The Greatest Desire of the Human Heart. The Greatest Desire of the Human Heart. You know, if we look at the greatest desire of the human heart, I would say is freedom. People want to be free. You know, America is the land of freedom. Is the land that people can come and live a free life. I, I grew up in a free country um, in Portugal. I came here as a teenager with my parents, uh, but I, I went back about three years ago, and believe me, from the things that I know in America and the things that I saw there, I would say America by far is a free country compared to where I grew up thinking that I was, uh, we were living freedom. Not total freedom. A lot of things are blocked from us, especially news and other things. But freedom in America, that's why America is called a melting pot place that we can exercise our freedom. I, I have something here I want to read to you and uh, that I'm going to include as part of this message this morning and as part of another message, but I, the Lord touched my heart this morning and I want to uh, read to you. Um, so in two days, will be July 4th, Independence Day, is in America a great place to live? You have it? Who ever been in another country here? Okay, we have a few people. Is America a good place to live, even with all the flaws and the politics and the complaining that we do? I believe we have good freedom in America. I think America is a nation on which we can raise our children in a peaceful way. 
So America is a crazy place. Here's what somebody wrote about America, okay? Only an American can pizza get to the house faster than an ambulance. <laughs> Only an American out there handicapped parking places in front of a, of a skating rink. Only in America, the drug stores make the sick walk all the way to the back to get prescriptions, while wealthy people or healthy people can buy uh, sustained lotions and anything else in the front of the store. All right. Only in America do people order double cheeseburger, large fries, and a Diet Coke. <laughs> make themselves feel good, right? <laughs> Only in America do we leave cars worth thousands of dollars in the driveway and fill our garbage with junk, our garages with junk. In my case, grandma is there. <laughs> Only in America do we, uh, this is an old one, we use the answer machines to screen calls and, and have call waiting so we won't, wait, won't miss a call from someone we didn't want to talk in the first place. So only in America do we buy hot dogs in packages of 10 and buns in packages of 8. I didn't know that until I read this. So only in America do we have uh, Braille on a drive-up ATM machines. I can never understood this one. You go through the drive-thru in a bank and, you know, not, nothing to say about people that can't see. But how are they going to drive in the first place anyway? <laughs> I still believe that America, after all this, is the greatest nation in the world. I feel blessed that I got the opportunity to raise my kids here in this great nation called America. So America is a wonderful nation. But today, I want to talk about freedom. Freedom is the dream of every human being. No one wants to live in under tyranny or under oppression. God created the human race with the want and desire for freedom. Now, make no mistake, the, the American dream of freedom was birthed by those who you seek or seek many years ago religious freedom. Those were people who had been persecuted and driven from their homes, came to America to freely practice their religious faith. By the way, don't you know that Providence, Rhode Island, was the first city in the world on which you could practice freedom of religion, any religion? There's a piece of history for you. And don't you know that in Providence, Rhode Island, we had the first Baptist church of America? Roger Williams, who was the man that was there, he was kindly, well, not kindly, invited out of Massachusetts, came to Rhode Island, lived in East Providence, and was the founder of uh, First Baptist Church of America. Of course, there's a dispute between a church in Newport and the one here in Rhode Island, but you can go see the church. It's still there. They keep it up. It's a monument. It's a, a beautiful uh, uh, work of art right there. You can go through. All right, I'm sorry. If you go... To the, to the 195, take the second exit on 195 and just stay straight on that road. You're going to see the church right on your right. All right? So, freedom. Freedom is a wonderful word. It is a word that is sweet in the, in the minds and hearts of people. And the reason people want to come to America is because of freedom. Is because they can raise their kids. They want, walk, want to walk away from tyranny and all kinds of nonsense that go on in our world. Even today, we still experience that. Okay, so you will find references 
to the God that will that we worship, that they are they also there is freedom in Christ. It's right here in this passage of scripture. I want to give you a couple of things to you this morning. I know we uh, time for some reason running on us this morning, but let me give you a few points here this morning, very quick. We see the prescription for freedom. Look at verse 31 of our text. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe in him, If ye continue in me, in my word, I'm sorry, then ye are, ye, the, the, uh, I'm sorry, then ye are my disciples indeed. So we live in a day, folks, where the enemy of freedom are being, is being bold like never before. The enemies of freedom's goal is to steal and to rob you and me from the freedom that we have in this nation. Our freedom today is a state of danger, a stake of danger, because of the enemies of freedom. If you pay attention to the news, if we pay attention to going on around us, we can see that freedom is taken from us a little piece at a time. And listen, we need to stand up for freedom, because that's what we strive for. That's what the human heart strives for. Okay? So freedom was paid with sweat, hard work, and blood. Freedom to continue, uh, continue and involve sweat, hard work, and blood. And we are, as people must continue to be vigilant that our freedom is not taken away. So American is celebrating freedom this week. And the American people today, of course, this weekend, celebrates freedom with all kinds of stuff. So freedom is with many people uh, uh, in, in, uh, in our world today, looking at America. So freedom is not cheap, but it comes with a great price. Many have fallen. Pay the ultimate price for freedom in America. For an example, in New York Harbor stands a statue. And that statue has a symbol. It symbolizes freedom. You know, the most every immigrant that comes legally to, to America flies to New York. And there, I remember when we came to America, we went to New York. And, of course, you, when the plane comes down, you see that statue. At that time, I didn't know anything about the Statue of Liberty, but I remember that. So, folks, we live in a free country for now, and we can praise God for it. But even though we live in a free country, there are thousands of people that live in bondage in this country. They are all oppressed by the bondage of sin. Sin have total dominion over their minds, their bodies. Literally, they obey the old master. They live blind to the truth that can set them free, not just for now, but for all eternity. So, folks, freedom is a wonderful word. But in our world, even though, in our country, even though it's a free country, many people are in bondage of sin. So, Jesus right here speaks about this bondage of sin. Again, Freedom the desire is the desire of the human heart. So let's look at this. The ascent letter A of the truth. The ascent of the truth. We live in a time where lying is predominant on every day of, in every day of life. Actually, today people will lie to you with a straight face without even any shame at all. We live in a world today in which we become, it becomes harder and harder for people to be honest with you. It's coming to a point that we don't know who to believe anymore. Now the problem is, the, 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 the thing is, can you believe in a word of God? Amen. You know, it was a day that a, a handshake meant a lot. Today, a handshake means nothing. But as we look today, with all the intelligence that we have, with all the, the technology that we have, can we look at the God's word and say, this is the word of truth. I can believe this. Okay. Can I get free, uh, freedom from my sin 
based on the word of God. Yes, you can. Bible says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not. Will not. Right. God's word stands As long as you're kind, as long as you're loving, everyone's going to heaven. Or well, you tell me in the Bible where you, where you can find that. Amen. Is God a loving God? Yes, yes right. He is. Is a God loving Father? Yes, He is. Right. That God loves the human race? Absolutely. But we must never forget that God is a God of justice. Amen. Bible says, should not the judge of the earth do right. So God is a God of justice because He's a God of justice. He must judge sin. And there's no way we as sinners can enter in God's kingdom with our sin on us. We must receive that freedom that comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why He said, You shall know the truth, the truth shall set you free. Listen, if we're good, if God is all this stuff, and it doesn't matter what you do, how you live, what you believe, we're all going to heaven. Here's the question. Why did Jesus die on the cross? That's right. What is the purpose of Jesus going to Calvary's cross? Good question, isn't it? Amen. Let me answer that. Because we said as we need a Savior. That's right. Otherwise, he didn't need to leave heaven, get into a form of a man, born in a humble place in, 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 in Bethlehem of Judea, grow in, in, in many needs that he went through, in temptation that he went through, to go ultimately to be spit in the face, to be crucified. So for what? So we can make movies about it? In magazines and read about it? No. The truth sets people free. There's many voices out there today, folks. But the truth stands still. Let it be the, the, accept, the acceptance of the truth. Look at verse uh, John 1, 12. But as many as receive him, look what it says. To them give he the, the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Our world teaches today that everyone is going to heaven. The Bible teaches that whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall go to heaven or be saved. Two opposites here. You see, the Bible speaks the truth. Humanism is saying lies. So no matter what you do, no matter what you believe in, live the way you want, you die, oh goodness, you're going to heaven. 
Now God's heaven, that's for sure. So the acceptance of truth, what do we do? We need to accept what God put in His Word, that it is true. You see, John chapter 14, verse 21 says, He that had my commandments and keep them, his he that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. You see, it's because we love God that we want to be good, that we do good. Because we want to resemble who? Our Heavenly Father who is good. And who give good things to us. You follow that? I'm not a good man. I'm not a good person. I'm, I'm, to, in order to go to heaven, I would never make it there. That's right. The acceptance of truth here. Jesus literally tells, actually, there's a good passage here in John chapter 18. In verse 38, if you go there, it was when Jesus was about to go to Calvary's cross, Pilate said these words to Jesus. He says, if you go there, John 18, 34, Jesus said to him, I mean, Pilate said unto him, what is truth? And when he, he said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto him, I find in him no fault at all. Interesting. And actually, we go into the previous verse, uh, verse 37, and Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou the king, uh, the king then? Jesus said, as thou sayest that I am a king. To this end I was born, for this cause I came unto the world, and that I should be witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth, heareth my voice. And Pilate, an unsaved man, says, what is the truth? Folks, the world is questioning this. What is the truth? Where can find truth? You know what? The truth is in the word of God. Amen. You know... Somebody say, well, the Bible is an old book. The Bible is out of date. You cannot believe everything he says in the Bible. So, listen, folks, I've been a student of the Bible for 25 years. i never seen a mistake in the Bible. Everything is true. And if somebody wants to argue with me about it, we can sit down and talk about it. You see, Jesus literally tells Pilate that those who hear Jesus' voice are possessors of the truth and live the truth. They have been set free from the bondage of their sin and can be set free. This, and you can be set free if you're not saved here this morning as well. Let us see you see abiding in the truth. We see this in John chapter 15 verse 3. It says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abideth the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I am in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. You see, it's not only receive Jesus as Savior, but also abiding in the truth of the word of God. God wants us as his children to continue in his word. So, is church important uh, class this morning? Yes, it's important. Is Sunday school important? Yes. Is Bible study important? Yes. Is devotions at home important? Absolutely. God wants us to stay in the truth. If you want to experience spiritual freedom, if you want to experience freedom with contentment, 
If you want to experience freedom with satisfaction, if you want to experience freedom with inner peace that the world cannot offer you, then you must abide in Jesus' words. Folks, you can have your life upside down. heart because you know the truth. And it's the word of God that sustains us in those hard times of life. It is. You know, yesterday, and the day before, I was with my sisters. They're not saved. And see my mother in the condition that she is, sometimes I just wanted to break down because they hurt your heart. And you know what? It's the word of God that sustains you. Be that godly testimony to the truth. You see, loyalty to Jesus' teaching will prove the reality of your present profession. So the conclusion of this future condition is put in the present tense. As we know, we can know the truth right now. So let's go to number two. Let's the prescription of, for freedom. Number two, the, the person of freedom. Look at verse, uh, uh, John chapter 8, verse 32. And she, he shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son therefore... Verse 36, shall make, uh, therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. So folks, in this special Sunday, I believe that all of us here are thankful for the Lord, for the freedom that he, uh, for, the, for the freedom we have in this country, absolutely, but also for the freedom of being a child of God. Isn't that good that I've been set free from my sin? Isn't that good that I'm a child of God? Isn't that good when I die, if I drop dead today, I'm going to heaven? That should bring joy to our hearts. I don't want to live in uncertainty. Well, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, the funny thing yesterday, we went to Newport. All right? And who been in Newport? Here, who drove to Newport? Man, you guys don't go anywhere. Oh, my goodness. All right. We got to take everybody to Newport. Okay. So you you get out of the bridge, and the first exit, you go to Newport. And the first thing you see, guess what? You never believe what you get, what you see. A cemetery on both sides of the road. <laughs> it's a cemetery. I'm like, that's a good thing. Because after that, you know what? As eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow I shall die. You know, you have the cemetery. That's a good thing. Oh, you know, I, I wonder what this day is going to be me. But after that, it's party time. Sobering. When I walked, we drove through there, like, that's a sobering thing. You know what? You eat, drink, and be merry because you're going to die tomorrow. You're like, you, you forget, like, you, you know, is that cool grave over there? There is future beyond that grave in heaven. So the person of freedom is no else than the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, we are, we, 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 we are grateful for our soldiers, for our men and women. Uh, that will put their lives on the line for the freedom that we have in America. And those even, you pay the ultimate price for that. I mean, yesterday we were in Newport, we see several uh, Navy people there. I work with Navy people every day. But they were, they were there walking around. I was like, you know, uh, what a blessing to see these people, young people, defending our freedoms. But ultimately, what a blessing that Jesus Christ came and paid the penalty for my sin. So today we see the truth proclaimed. In, first, in John chapter 1, verse 14, it says, the word, uh, And the word was made flesh, talking about Jesus, and well among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace. And look what it says, and truth. And truth. You know, the Bible says that He came to His own, and His own received Him not. That's right. 
It's interesting. The one that was promised through the ages came to the Jewish people, and when he was on the scene, they didn't even recognize him. They were so steep into religion, they failed to see freedom. There we go. They failed to see freedom. Isn't that amazing? You see, it amazes me when people, you know, I mean, I, I don't like to dwell about politics and what they do and all that. You know, I, I'm trusting God. But it amazes me when some people in America, especially those who are rich and famous, in, when, when person from one party gets elected president, whatever it is, they go, I move out of America, go to another country. Oh, go right ahead. If you think is you get, get much freedom somewhere else. I don't know, you should praise the Lord that you have the, even the, you have the, the, the freedom to speak this way. Because in some countries you cannot. See, the truth proclaimed here. It was Jesus. See, the Bible tells us that truth was proclaimed to the human race with a birth of the Lord Jesus Christ in Bethlehem of Judea. So when Jesus was born, it was like this. To the human race, freedom is here. As I promised. When Jesus rose from the dead and said, yes, Salvation is available. You can be free. Let it be. We see the truth personified. I'm sorry. We see this in John chapter 1 verse 17. It says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth by Jesus Christ. In verse uh, uh, John 14, 6 it says, And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. This, this, verse, this verse knocks down every religion known to mankind. Listen, let me tell you folks. I study about religions. I study about all of them. I'll tell you what. You know what? They all seem good. They all seem to offer something nice. But I, one of the problems I have about religions is this. Their founders are all in the grave. That's right. They never rose from the dead. That's right. Christianity... We worship a living God. Jesus didn't stay in that grave. Freedom. It says right here, For the law is given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Folks, may we may call to mind the wisdom of men, but I tell you what, praise the Lord for the Bible, for freedom and liberty that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. So on this 4th of July weekend, we celebrating freedom and liberty. There will be cookouts and family gatherings this weekend. Uh, folks, it is a celebration because we have something to celebrate for. The greatest celebration is when you find freedom from the bondage of your sin. You can find that freedom in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I tell you what, even in this 4th of July weekend, how many people will go to eternity with the bondage of sin? They will go to the celebration, but they're not going to make it through the celebration. Yes, we live in a free country, and these people live in a free country, but they never, never exercise really or real freedom from this. Real freedom is found in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even Paul said this way when he was in the book of Philippi, in Philippians, he said this way. He said, I learned to be content. He didn't learn to be content before he became a Christian. He learned to be content after he became a Christian. We live in a world today, or in America today, with so, so many discontented people. That's right. I want this, I want this, I want this. They're never content, they're never satisfied. 
If the neighbor wants this money, they're going to come tomorrow. If the neighbor puts uh, somebody cuts their loan, they're going to have to somebody cut their loan. It's a, it's a keep going, never ends. When are we going to learn to be content with the things that God gives us? Because things get old, don't they? Right. Well, go ahead buy a, buy a car today. And it smells nice, clean. You walk in, give it about a year. Car smells like uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and, and French fries. And, and you go, wow, this car smells. If you have kids, forget it. Tell you one time. I don't know if it was Patrick. I think it was Patrick. He was really good at that. Uh, I go in the back seat. I'm going to put my clothes, I mean, open the door. I open the door, put my door in the inside handle. It was full of melted chocolate. Like, oh. My first thought is like, Patrick. But anyway, freedom. <laughs> we, we, when you find him, when you find the Lord Jesus Christ, you will have a reason to celebrate. When you find him, you will have a, a tomorrow to celebrate. When you find him, you have an everyday to celebrate. When you find him, you have eternity to celebrate. Because in heaven, we will praise our great Savior. Let us see, we see the truth perceived. Look at verse, uh, John chapter 7, verse 17 says, If any man will do uh, will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. So folks, there was a time in my life where I asked those questions to myself and had no answer. If I searched for those questions and, find, and, and found no answer, I did. Why was I born? I remember asking that question. There was one time in my life that I, I, I was asking that question. Why was I born for? I was discouraged, beaten down. I remember that. What is the meaning of life? You ever ask, you've seen somebody asking that? What is the meaning of life? Where do I go when I die? If there's a God, I remember saying that. I need you. I remember saying that. I was on 146 driving home. I was so beaten down, discouraged. And I remember saying these words. If it's a God, I need you. I don't know you. Ironically, the next day, he was a pastor at my door. Ironically, he knocked on my door and he introduced himself. And I was taken back. I didn't put two and two together. He invited me to church. I said no. I went with my misery for another week. The following Saturday, get, get, it was at the door, the same man. And I told him, I'll go to your church tomorrow. I went to his church, and I continued to go to church. And about four or five months later, I found truth. I accept Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. But how many people are going through life, living this free country of ours, are looking for freedom, are looking for truth, how this, because this spirit is abundant, and they cannot find it. They might go to the wrong churches, they don't have anybody to come to them and tell them the truth. But I think, believe according to scripture, when you search with all your heart, you will find me. Are you searching for Jesus this morning? Are you searching for truth? You will be found. Let's go to our last point. The promise of freedom. 
Look at verse 32. And they shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. As we look at this verse, we see a promise that is made by the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. He promised that when you find the truth, God's word, uh, and embrace the truth, and live the truth, it will, you will be set free. So what truth is, is, uh, so what truth is Jesus talking about here? Actually, it's not worldly truth, but spiritual truth that comes from God. What Jesus is talking about here is the truth that will set you free. Let me put it this way. Two things right here. There's people that are living bondage of sin. They're not saved. They never met the Savior. They can be set free from that bondage and become free and become children of God. But let me put it this way again. How many Christians are living in bondage because they are allowing the world to mold their mind? When they've been set free from their sin. When we allow the, the world and Satan to mold our minds, we walk more towards that way. We forget home and our Heavenly Father, and we struggle with those things. And God says, you know, I, did, I didn't save you to live in bondage. I saved you to live in freedom. It's not based on circumstances around us. It's based on an inner joy that comes from our heart. God wants you to enjoy life. God wants you to be content where you are as a Christian, as a child of God. Listen, folks. I don't believe that anyone wants to be a slave. No one wants to live suppressed by others. No one likes to feel that they have no freedom. Every human being desires to be free. Do you want to be free in this 4th of July? Then admit, if you're not saved, that you are a sinner. And ask Him to be your Lord and Savior. Let A receive free from the penalty of sin. Look what it says in Proverbs 29. It says, Who can say, I have made my heart clean? I am pure from my sin. No one can say that. You know why? Because we are sinners by birth. The little kids that we see, they're sinners like you are. You say, well, oh, you know, well, little kids do bad things. Teach them good things. So free from the penalty of sin. The Lord Jesus Christ wants to set you free. Do you want this freedom? Free from the power of sin. You know what? People don't understand this. I'll put it this way, okay? I'll give you an example here. I was born in 1966, now you do the math, <laughs> and I was born under on on tyranny. It was a dictator in a country that I grew up in. I don't remember because when freedom came or liberty came, it was in 1974, so I was already a little kid. I remember that. I remember that day. But here's the thing. Even after liberty came in 1974, Many people be, still live the same way they were under dictatorship. Because they didn't know how to handle freedom. They don't, did not understand freedom was. It is an interesting thing too here. You see, bondage has such a power on people. They have a power to oppress people. So it's sin. People don't understand. They live in, I live in a free country, but they practice sin each and every day. And they think it's normal to them. You follow that? But it's not normal because when we receive Jesus as our Savior, we begin to read God's Word, learn from God's Word. We begin to come to church, hear the, word of, the preaching of the Word of God. We begin to understand that sin is a problem. 
And sin oppresses people. And many people suffer because of sin. I'll be there yesterday. So we went on this boat on the uh, Newport Harbor. Listen, we tried every boat, but my wife wanted to go on the boat. Like, okay, we got you in the boat. So the only boat we could get was one day when I had a cocktail drink. That was not my favor going there, but I said, all right, okay. I told the lady, I said, listen, we really don't drink this stuff, okay? She goes, well, we give you water. All right, okay. So we got in the boat. The things were served. And we came to us. I'm sorry, I don't drink this stuff. I'm sorry, I just, uh, but you want water? Absolutely. I drink a, a bottle of water, so we drink water. But see, the guy next to me said, oh, I can drink yours. Took, he took one, two more. My wife and this. Took everything. <laughs> Like, see, that's what sin does. To them, it's fine. It looks at me like I have five heads. So what's wrong with you? <laughs> we talking to each other. We said, well, that's our testimony. Live up. You know, we know better than that. But you know what? I feel bad for them because when you get out of that boat, you will stumble. You almost fell in the water. <laughs> because that's what sin does to people. You know, they just let it go and they continue to go. And you know what? That's what get, they get from People don't understand how far sin can take you. But when we understand, when we begin to practice freedom, we can see the power of sin and what sin, the grip that sin has on people's lives. You see, free from the power of sin. Free from the presence of sin. One day, oh goodness, one day, we will enter heaven's glory and forever that sinful nature will be taken away from us. And we'll be free from that power of sin. We will serve the Lord freely. Wow. What a day that will be. When Jesus we see face to face. Freedom from the power of sin. I conclude with this folks. True freedom and independence come when we receive Jesus as our personal Savior. He is the source of truth. All truth resides in Him. There is no truth besides Him. He is God, and if we want to know God, you must come to Jesus and accept Him as your personal Savior. So today, as a nation, we celebrate freedom. Freedom from oppression, freedom from tyranny. But let me tell you, freedom from our sin. I am so glad that they I received Jesus as my Savior. Never looked back to that former way of life. You know what? We've been free. Those of us of our Christians from the penalty, from the bondage of sin. Right. You know what? Enjoy your freedom in Christ. Enjoy it. Get the joy of the Lord in your heart. You know, there will be times we cry. We all do. There will be times we discourage. We all do. But you know what? We have Jesus in our hearts. We have freedom. And let me tell you, if you see a military person this week, Say thank you. Say thank you for your service. Thank you for putting your life on the line so I can live in this free country. May the Lord bless this nation. It may keep us as Christians to be the soldiers of freedom. Tell people about the great Savior because they need freedom. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the blessing of living in a free nation.